You're a little punchy? No, punchy. What the hell does that mean? I'm punchy. Is like, that why you're acting like a weirdo? Drunk. Yes. You're t- that's Punchy equals weirdo. <laughs> Is that the weirdo thing? We get our kinky thrills. <laughs> the perverts <laughs> from around the world. Fucking <laughs> Kathy Armstrong. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about fat life, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that one? That one. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is we shouldn't, we just shouldn't sing any jingles today. <laughs> you and I that you're will just butcher <laughs> every jingle. <laughs> what do you mean I butchered him when I recorded him? Oh, that's right. <laughs> hey, you guys ready to do a show? Woo! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that was actually perfect. That's, Excellent. That sounded wonderful. Then let us do this massive show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello. Ah, Unger's doing it great. He is. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our studio audience, which is... Two, Two hot chicks. Hot chicks sitting here. Two hot chicks. Hello, hot side. chicks. Woo! I'm Kathy. <laughs> I'm Buggy. And we. Oh, did you, you just that? flick a switch kni- a knife? I just switch got a new blade? knife. Wait. <laughs> I love that. Song. It makes new wet. <laughs> it's every time you just walk up behind her, go. Instantly gushes. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. We could lubricate Earth. Just walk up behind you. Just, I love, I'm sorry, I put it away. Now. You put that knife away, <laughs> mister. I put it away. All I right. am, I'm actually very excited about our little show. That's a little la- show with an audience of two. These two women are here all the time anyway. Well, I, not like they're an audience. That's an audience. No, they're look, just sitting look, in front watch of you this, naked watch this, in order to. Watch, watch this, watch this. They have blankets around them right now. Yes, that's watch true. this, watch this. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. Can you guys flash Kathy? Oh, good Lord. Boobies and 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 vajayjays oh. everywhere. The, I see. This boobies is why and I don't care that there's I, no audience. <laughs> I don't give two shits. That's just more clutter to me, as far as I'm concerned. They are just cl- not not saying I don't like Anthony and and Carrie and and well, you know what's big, weird is that big cat and 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 saucy and all the uh, fucking sticks, all creepy, whoever they are. But that they're not. Look, yeah, yeah. We never know when they're going to show up. You know, like sometimes I, it is kind of true. Will show up and sometimes and it's crickets. S- it's just us. But yeah. we have Unger, who now knows how to do the screaming woo. It's not the same uh, Unger n- scream we're used to because he, well, he's gonna well, he doesn't have headphones on. So if he had headphones on, he would be able to adapt we need himself. To get him headphones. I mean, we. I don't know how that's gonna work from across from Unger. Yes, Boogie. <laughs> oh. Now I crushed his little spirit. <laughs> Don't crush Unger's spirit. That's the last thing you want to do. It's kind of hard to crush an, Unger's, an ogre spirit. My but, spirit and is yet not you crushed. succeed. It is not. It is not. It is not. You were feeling good. You had a good weekend. I I uh, I'm very tired. Didn't you I do Gru? I went to Gru. I went to San Diego Gru. The San Diego Gru. San Diego, yes. California Gru. Now what is Gru? Gru is great answers rope tastic unconference extravaganza. I know that means nothing to most people. Basically, it's an open meet, open forum 
conference or an unconference, which is you go in not with no topics. Oh, that's the one where everyone just kind of signs up to teach. Yes. So, yes. like, if you have something you want to teach, you actually you just can't. And just if no one shows up for your class, then maybe you just sit there and think about your class and teach <laughs> teach yourself. Yeah, well, or, or expand on the class you have, or you maybe expect four or five people to show up for your class. And expect it to be 15 minutes, and it ends up being an hour, and, and you have 30 people. That's great. Like, like, did you teach? I, I did. What did you teach? Um, I taught branding. Ah. Now, to make it more interesting, ah. fire was not allowed at the venue. Just and how did you brand? So he he rubbed that piece of metal really fast. <laughs> just actually, quite the opposite. Um, I actually taught uh, three different types of branding. I taught cautery pen branding, violet wand branding, and freeze branding. Oh, that's now, right. With that's with the uh, what? It, with the usually freeze, you li- use liquid nitrogen, liquid nitrogen, but it's difficult to get and transport liquid nitrogen. So there is an alternative that I used, um, and I don't want to go on it because I don't want people at home ice just chisel. trying it. <laughs> just ice chisel? <laughs> Not exactly. Just, just get an ice cube tray and just start melting ice chisels yeah. and just just bury it in an arm. How do you even begin to become an expert at something like that? Do it a lot and kill I've a done lot it. of people. I've been branding for like 20 plus years, for oh well God. over 20 years. That's I've freaky. been branding and been branded. And most of, my, most of the time I've taught people has been one-on-one. Um, this is the first time I've actually done a, a large class on it. So, so it was well-received. I had a lot of people with a lot of questions, um, and it was well received. And you said you didn't want to talk about it here because the people just well, go I out. Just, and I don't do want it. to talk about we have the a lot of new people branding yeah. because I don't want people at home doing it. But um, I can talk about besides that. Besides that, you had you had a good time. That's cool. How many people showed up to class? My class about about thirty. That's good. Yikes. Twenty twenty to thirty. That is good. In they, and out, watching can. at least bits and pieces. Um, I went to a class on on. One of my favorite classes was Struggle Snuggles. <laughs> wow, that was an awesome class. That sounds awesome. There was, a, there was a massage class. There's also classes going on. I mean, you have five classes going on at once, so you can't do everything. Right. Um, so, but at one point, I was sitting in a discussion on single tails while watching Cam do a um, uh, impact class without implements. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, which is a really cool class. I'm watching that from a distance and learning that while I'm listening to all the people talk about whips. I really have to Greedy go to ogre. this thing. Yes, you do. But yes. that would require me leaving. And it that's would. not going to happen. The people have re- they've reached out to me. It's a, it's a great organization. It is. And, and, it is. Because uh, I would have to leave the Love Lab. Well, we can, short or we can time. try to get a, a second LA one. I don't know. If see, that's what, see, I am all about that. I'm the rental chair here at Threshold. <laughs> I know Just this. have them. Get a hold of me. I'll arrange. You know, we'll arrange a groove. That's so selfless of you. <laughs> you know, and instead then of, I can instead attend of driving, and not have of to driving leave. The, the 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 twenty to thirty minutes to the set. La grew in January. That would still be leaving, wouldn't yeah, it? Would be. That would be leaving for a day. Look at these gorgeous women that I have. Take them with you. Take man. them with you. God. Why would I take them with me? They'll be insulated. You will be I insulated in women. But here, the things. But the grew is out there. Grew is out there. Gru's out there, man. The Gru is out there. We also had a. It's over, man. Gru over. The other weird thing about Gru is you do get Game people over, from man. not just Gru the over, local man. area. What? We we had a whole group of people down from the North Bay um, who happened to know Princess and King because Princess and King went to one of their events, and so it was. So just I'm a, like talking to people from Northern California who know two show regulars who've been here. <laughs> nice. That's and cool. and they're like, oh yeah, we know them. They're great. I was like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> 
Perverted podcast is all over the place. But you know what's really important? Wait, 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 wait. I want you guys to just close your eyes. No. Close your eyes for a second. I trust you. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch you. I just no. want you to. I just. We're gonna travel. I am gonna leave the level lab now. We're gonna travel <laughs> to Louisiana right now. Uh-oh. I want you just all to travel with me because my next you need story. To have a Louisiana accent though. I got 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 to go down. Go down Louisiana way. This isn't really a Louisiana. 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 I don't. <laughs> I don't do. I don't know what the fuck. I don't done do. It that. doesn't matter because <laughs> this is important. Alligator balls hanging real low, dragging on the bottom of the bayou. Always getting stuck on a log or a rock, fish biting at them all day. What the hell was that? Oh, that's awesome. Stop it! That's exactly what it was. <laughs> that was alligator balls. What did you. Why did you record that, Boogie? <laughs> what? prompted you to record that well you know Mew and i have a special relationship we have a very special <laughs> see look, look at that unger unger's into the alligator ball song that i made to that so so we got you know a thing between us and maybe our thing isn't necessarily the same as as many other things that other people have that are a little more normal All right, get to it man so so, of course, I'm watching fishing videos because I'm obsessed with fishing videos. It's like fishing, paramotor, and sharks. And I watch like 8,000 in like, you know, self-defense and stuff like that. But a lot of fishing videos. And this good old boy, well, actually, he's not a good old boy. He's just the fish whisperer. He's the guy who's the fish whisperer. <laughs> Fucking tickles bass's nuts or something. I don't know. Just out of curiosity, if you watch Les Claypool's fishing shows... I am not. Does Les Claypool from Primus do fishing shows? Yes, he does. I got to see that. Oh That's fucking gosh, amazing. You guys are geeking out That's got to be so cool. So anyway, the fish whisperer's out there tickling bass balls and stuff. And he's like, well, we're going to go catch some big catfish. So he put a fucking whole bluegill and he flops it out into the middle of this bayou. And uh, and all of a sudden he's all, oh, shit, I got this thing. And his pole just bends. And he's like pulling up. He's like, oh, I got a big catfish, a big. He just starts grinding it in, and all of a sudden, a fucking seven foot alligator pops up, and he about shits his pants. <laughs> and he's like, Holy shit! He caught a fucking alligator, big alligator. And so we're laughing about it, and I'm like, Oh man! And and so the conversation kind of goes. Mew looks at me as we're watching this, and in amazement, and she's like. Do alligators have balls, Daddy? And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, pumpkin, they do. And they hang real low. And they drag <laughs> along the bottom. And you're like. You get caught. And it just started going on and on. Hold on a minute, darling. And I'm like, my guitar. <laughs> I'm like, sometimes they're like a metal detector. And they'll bang on an old refrigerator that someone threw in there. It's real frustrating when you're sitting there and you got to deal with. Alligator balls hanging real low. So this goes on for like fucking an hour. And then fine okay, maybe like three minutes. And so all of a sudden my special little snowflake of a of a girlfriend literally just rips off all her clothes 
and jumps because she doesn't know that alligators don't have hanging balls. But I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to ruin that because we're having so much fun with the hanging balls. And she jumps on the bed and rips off all her clothes and lays down. She goes, Daddy, drag your alligator balls on me. I'd be the bottom of the bayou. Ew! God, that is disgusting! And she had this look of excitement to role play. And so I can't deny her. Don't tell me you dragged your balls on her. I ripped off every shred of my clothes, and I stood there in all my fucking 200 and fat fuck glory, and just and then I just looked at her, my balls are hanging, and I'm all alligator balls coming at you, and I start swaying like the alligators do. Just stop. Make this story and end. And I just curl over the bed, and I just come up, and I'm like, I'm an alligator. She's like, drag your balls off the alligator. And I start swimming up her, dragging my nuts up her leg and her tummy, get up by her neck. And up her face. I can't take any more. <laughs> Alligator balls hanging real low. <sighs> <laughs> Normally I blame you, but this time I blame Mew. It this was, is your fault, Missy. It was so cute. So I'm like, well, I got to make Well, now a, I got to write a jingle. Well, I got to write a jingle. <laughs> I've been writing I have no of, choice. I have no choice. So if you're, <laughs> it's going to come. I guess it's not as entertaining as your new shower head. Oh, God. Why do you... I see the order is all <laughs> fucked up now. Shower head is not exciting. Did you get a new shower head? Yes. Actually, Carrie and I badgered a creative explorer. <laughs> to get a masturbatory level shower uh, massager? <laughs> well, actually, here's a funny part that didn't even occur to me until we got it and it has this fucking blast setting i know did you use it well i haven't yet because i only got to take one shower after we and after after i by the way <laughs> installed it i'm like wow i feel so really all i had to do was screw the damn thing creative explorers on the fucking couch oh, with this fucking melting ice cream sandwich and shooter shit. and no <laughs> He's and all, I'm going to let that woman put in that shower head. I'm gonna woman, my, that <laughs> shower head in yet? <laughs> Carrie needs to masturbate. Carrie's asleep. <laughs> I'm just, it was quite a weekend. <laughs> no, afterwards, he and I both got in the shower, and he goes, can you masturbate with him? Oh, well, let's see. And I put it on, and I tried him on. Y'all, I think I'm going to do this next time I'm here at your apartment yeah. alone. <laughs> you're all creative explorer. Um, you're still here. This is. This is. I think you should leave, honey. Go play is, your first this, person shooter. Is, uh, <laughs> that's pretty exciting. That's good stuff. <laughs> sing it. Life is the place. It's already out there. You said you were going to sing it. Okay, you ready? Uh, here we go. Come on, do it. I can. Now you're making me laugh. Fit life is the place. <laughs> Talk about genital torture in some space. <laughs> we share. I can get thrilled. Let's <laughs> <laughs> swim around the world. For your peace of mind. <laughs> Yeah, you get to go. Just over. know that every post that we talk about, <laughs> we have gotten. That's how he fucking sang. You sound like a preacher now. It's Louis Armstrong. I know. <laughs> we got permission. Only five of us here today. <laughs> we get more giddy and <laughs> just goofy because yeah. you're like, well, there's no one here to impress. <laughs> I like it just how every time I look over at Mew, she's just all, do you want to look at my pussy daddy? And she just spreads her legs. It's nice. Thank Is you. glitter coming out of it? 
No, but when she bent over and showed me her butthole, because bunny, later just poofed at it. Because literally, there was a <laughs> glitter stuck to her butthole, which is just <laughs> magical. She's my magical girl. It's very funny. All, All right, right, what do we got? We have a, a post from a gift for burning. Oh, that's right. This is going to be the good yes. one. Yes, it's called "Everyday Kink: Saying No and Setting Limits." Yes. She says, "Doing kink has been the first time in my entire life that I've gotten positive reinforcement for setting boundaries and saying no." As a brand new bottom in the kink community, I was very quickly given to understand that responsible tops won't play with people who don't have any limits because they're not considered safe. I was supposed to have limits and express them, so I started doing that. And lo and behold, people respected my boundaries and even thanked me for stating them clearly. Getting positive reinforcement in one area of my life for setting limits is giving me incentive to get more clear limits with people like my family. So thanks, kink people. You've accomplished what many years of assertiveness training and self-help books could not do. I'm getting better at it every day and stronger and more myself. You look very pensive while you're listening to that. I'm pensive because I'm like, there's a lot of meat in in this topic. The, uh, saying no, and, and she explains it in her post, mm. that the saying no thing, obviously, if you don't know how to say no, you're going to have problems in this lifestyle you know, playing and play partners. I mean, you may be okay if you get in a relationship with one person and and you have a good communicator in that relationship. Okay. But if you're not good at saying no, you're going to have a lot of trouble. Um, and a lot of people that can't say no shouldn't be playing in this lifestyle. That's just a, that's just a fact, Jack. Yep, that's right. <clears throat> but in it goes so much farther than that. It goes so much farther than just your kinky play. This has to do with your work. This has to do with your family. This has to do with your relationships, uh, if you have relationships outside of the lifestyle. Um, This has to do with every... This is just how you are as a person. And Sorry about that. There's a lot of people, myself included, that had a lot of trouble just saying no. Because we want to please people. We don't want to disappoint people. We, you know... Uh, our validation comes from somebody else, you know, which is what I get into the whole, the more you care about yourself, the more you like yourself, the easier it is to say no. I mean, this is such a, a big major deal for some people. And it, you know, we use the term self advocating because self advocating is, is being able to take a stand for yourself and to say, I don't like that, that, or that's going to make me uncomfortable or no, I just don't want to. Yeah. And in, and the th- the thing is that in everyday life, there's there's nothing really making you do it. You you can retreat into your own head and be saying, yeah, yeah, that's no problem with your mouth. But inside you're thinking, yeah, I really didn't want to do that. But I figured, what the hell? I'll take up the slack. I'll take the higher road. I'll do whatever. And there's nobody there who's going to make you uh, learn the hard lessons. There's no one there who's going to make you do it because it's all happening in your head. So you can spend decades of your life not learning this lesson because you're not forced to but this is why i love this post because she's absolutely right you can't get away with that shit in the king community you will very quickly hit a brick wall and it will be known that you are not someone who's a safe player you don't have to be a jerk you know you know you're not gonna be branded an asshole but you are people will talk people will talk about what what's wrong what's up what to unger yeah he's shaking his head what? 
You said branded. That's where. where oh, oh God damn it, Unger! He's got branding on the brain. <clears throat> Sorry, it just, his brain is branded. I didn't say anything. <laughs> well, I thought possibly you had something interesting. Kathy, to continue. Say. <laughs> Please continue. Um, but yes, this is uh, why I agree with her. We've actually talked about this before on the show. I agree with her one hundred percent that the lessons that you are forced to learn in the King community do cross over into your everyday life. And I don't I don't use that term lightly, that word lightly. You really are forced to do it if you want to remain in this community for any length of time. Because it even in LA, it's a big place. It's still a small community. Threshold is a somewhat small community. Every club is a small community and just like Unger uh, explained earlier, you you could go some one event clear across the state and meet someone uh, you know, that had to drive 10 hours to get there. Right. But you know them. Everybody knows each other. So you, uh, people will talk, and it doesn't have to be that malicious talking. It doesn't have to be gossiping. But you're going to ask, hey, is that person a safe player? What was your experience with them? Right. So you might be able to get away with it for a short time, but you're not going to be able to get away with it for long. So now let's dig into the no, the actual word no, the actual saying of the word no. I mean, literally, I have a... I have no training. I have a no training class that I've been working on. I have a no training play scene that I have that actually teaches people who have trouble saying no, uh, how to say no. Um, this is a big deal. On For me, I, I wanted to go back and, and go into my personal experiences where it really was the the more insecure and disliking of myself that I was, which most of my childhood uh, and adult life uh, was a lot of hatred towards myself. Then all of my validation that I got came from other people. So to disappoint those people, lovers especially in relationships and things like that, to say no to people when they say they want something was very devastating to me. Um, I still was able, probably by my mid-20s into my 30s, I started being a little better at saying no. But just that feeling that, oh, they're going to dump me, they're going to reject me, they're going to whatever, because that's a fucking fact of life. The fact of life is, and it's uh, I wrote down because it's true, and the girls bust my ass on this all the time. <clears throat> Self-advocating is easy to praise until they self-advocate against me or my wishes. Exactly. All of a sudden, you get all butter. I'm like, yes. you know, self-advocate, self-advocate, self-advocate. You got to learn how to say no. You got to learn how to stick up for yourself. And then they go, you know, Daddy, I don't want to do this. And, and you're, you're like, what do you mean, no? And you're like, what do you mean? <laughs> butthurt, 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 butthurt. <laughs> you know, and she says that in the post. It wasn't that long a post, but I love that part where she says people pay a lot of lip service to it. But the, the bottom line is nobody likes being told no. It's not a great feeling. It's not. and it And it really comes down to... As you build that self-worth and you rebuild that relationship with yourself, like say you had a shitty childhood or whatever, um, as you rebuild that relationship with yourself, you are less and less afraid of people rejecting you. For for instance, I had a situation with someone that I talked to recently where I felt uncomfortable about a situation or I felt that um, that's not who I am or who I want to be or whatever – and I had to have a little talk with myself before that and say, this person may reject that. And they may say, fuck you. I'm not, you know, you're, you're, in, you're a dick. You're an insecure. You're whatever you are. There was always a likelihood of that because I've heard that stuff before. I've had people reject me before 
for self-advocating because people just because you self-advocate doesn't guarantee that someone's going to kiss your ass and praise you. It may mean, and even if it's not angry or whatever, they may just say, hey, I really appreciate you standing up for yourself, but I'm really not into that. That's not really something that I do. And you have to be at a point to where your self-worth is enough that you say, this no may cost me. I may not get what I want because I said no to this. And you have to be okay with that. You have to have that talk with yourself before you go into these conversations with people and say, you know what? I may be rejected. They may even get angry at me. They may whatever. But am I worth it? Because if I say yes to things that don't make me happy or make me uncomfortable or put me in a situation that's not good for me, I'm not going to enjoy my life anyway because I'm constantly going to be living for the praise and adoration of people that obviously don't give a shit about me. And it, it just really, I, I keep going back to the more I build my self-worth, the more I'm able to say no and accept if that means that they're going to reject me for it. Which, yeah. And it's, like I said, it is a shitty feeling. Uh, but it has taken me a very long time to realize it's an even shittier feeling when you're not advocating for yourself. Yeah. And, I, you know, you go home at the end of the day and you feel like just turning off the lights and crawling into bed and never coming out again because you, you, you have no self-respect. That's what it ended up happening for me. Yeah. No self-respect. And I... I it was one of the many things that brought me, in, you know, to very close to a very uh, an, a dangerously depressed state. Is no no respect for me because the choices that I made were, uh, you know, they weren't about me. They were always about someone else. And you know, this is funny because I'm okay. I'm going to tell you this. Um, Carrie's been coming over uh, to spend a lot of time with us because the three of us, you know, we we enjoy each other's company and we're seeing where it goes and. Um, and when she's there, I don't behave in the same way that I do when it's just me and Creative Explorer. And um, and it's been a few months, and we've been talking about it. And finally, uh, I've been able to put words to what's going on. And uh, so Creative and I, Creative Explorer and I, were talking, and 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 I said, "Do you notice that I'm different when she's here?" And and he said, "I I, I notice that you're different when she's here in the same way that I notice you're different when we're at the club or when we're having dinner with friends or whatever." Right. Um, and I said, "You know, it just it's I finally I finally realized what it is. There are very few places in my life, for whatever reason, where I am right now, where I feel like." Um, it's about me, where I take the focus. Almost every area of my life, I take a back seat a lot. And there are only two places in my life right now where I don't. The podcast and I said at your place. For, for some reason, coming over here, uh, we set aside that time. And right. it, it's about y- you and I. And because I'm the submissive, you're focused on me a lot. And that is a, a very rare thing for me. So when there's someone else in the mix, what I found was in this place where I've gotten used to not taking a backseat, suddenly I'm taking the backseat. And it has nothing to do with Carrie. It, right. it, you can throw anybody into the mix and I will immediately think, don't take, you know, don't uh, stand out, Kathy. Don't be selfish. Don't be arrogant. Uh, things that is so ingrained in me that it's things as ridiculous as if if you're going to go through the door, hold the door so everybody can go in first. If if you're going to get into the car, always take the back seat. Uh, It's just something that I learned 
so early on I, I when I was very very young and I it never went away so um, this is why I got so excited about this post because uh, there are the it all it amazed me when I uh, after a few years of being in the King community how those lessons trans translated into my everyday life and it's not that I was complacent and wasn't going to learn them it's just that when things are ingrained in you from childhood you don't even recognize them let alone be able to do something until probably years and years later when it's almost too late because it's such a huge part of who you are that you don't even think anymore you just react you behave and so even for me um that was rare I uh, I this is not something that I was gonna uh as hard as it was, I wanted to talk about it. I was not just going to let it go. Um, I had to get it out. that was your time. Yeah. That's and your it, time. And it's not, and, and, the, and don't get me wrong, but, and this is what's always hard about talking about my personal life on the podcast is it, I haven't talked to Carrie about this and I, hmm. I hope to hell I get to talk to her before she hears it because <laughs> it has nothing to do it, with her. This I, is, I, this is my inner journey and what I have to do. And if it does get to a point where I need uh to say something to her or Creative Explorer, that's going to absolutely happen because bo- the both of them are very rational and mature people. And the reason why I like hanging out with them, the reason why I wanted to bring Carrie in, why we both did, is so far sh- uh, uh, that kind of maturity is something that I absolutely have to have in a play partner. And so um, I, I don't see any problems, but I just thought when I... I had picked this post a long, long time ago and realized, boy, this this whole this this, this last it. weekend it happened. You're, you're here, and I had to, yeah, say to Crib Explosion, yeah, this is what's going on. Uh, I need to verbalize it. It sounds ridiculous, but here's what's going on. I think Kathy, this is, uh, you know, I'm not going to overly gush and stroke your stroke your nuts. Don't stroke my. I'm nuts. not going to stroke your alligator <laughs> balls. But this is really good stuff for you. This is um, this is incredibly good stuff for you because you do take that back seat and there the thing is is this is kind of your demon that you fight with and most of us outside easily can say i mean in my relationships with with bunny and mew um and then the other lovers that we have that come everyone understands that you know what maybe you need a little bit of personal time you know we have our together time we have our this time we have our that time but you know, there is absolutely nothing wrong with saying, I need my time. Maybe it doesn't have to be seven days a week or whatever. Maybe sometimes sometimes it's just a solid few hours that you have that connection. And, and in a polyamorous relationship, you absolutely deserve to have that moment. And just to hear you talk in that way to where you say, okay, you're, you're very rational. You know it's not going to be seven days a week that, he, you know, yeah. that he's with you. <laughs> But just setting that time and saying that this is the time that I need, and I think it's responsible of you to be able to say that because it is human. It's not It's not you're being greedy. It's not you're being a selfish person or a bad person. That's all your programming. And that voice, believe me, is still there. It's a constant battle. It's just, it's on automatic. It'll just go on without my even knowing it's there so and that's okay to have that voice because we're programmed if we're programmed you can't deny that voice it's just are you going to let that voice drive the bus you know it's like so i think it's really good to hear you talk in a way that says okay these are all the voices that are in kathy's head and you're actually letting the one that that is going to 
end up making you happier, at least in this situation, uh, at least get in the driver's seat a little bit. And I think that's that's really amazing. I mean, the no thing kills relationships. The no thing, the not being able to say no thing keeps people in relationships that are bad for them for a very long time. Yeah. Because they just, they're afraid to say no. They're afraid to say, no, you can't talk to me like that. You can't treat me like that. You can't marginalize me like that. You can't make me a thing. You can't uh, discount my feelings. You can't, uh, you know, frivolously spend our money. Whatever the things in a relationship that are harmful to you as an individual, people stay for years. I stayed in relationships way longer than I should have because I just, I didn't want to say no. I didn't want to say this is unacceptable to me. This hurts me. I can't, I'm not going to do this because I was so afraid of the rejection or, or the bullshit. Oh, we've invested so much in each other. You know, that's just a, yeah. it's just, look, every day of your life that you have adventured anywhere, you have, you have been paid by being able to fucking breathe. So there is no such thing as a waste of your life. Take the moment, sit back and say, I'm worth saying no, even if it costs me this relationship or this thing. I, I, man, right. I could go off on this topic for it's a uh, great topic. Uh, 100,000 years. Unger! Yes, Boogie. Unger? Yes, Boogie. That is a very scary look you have on your face. He has his arms crossed. He's he smiling. A, like That's a, a scary smiling. Part. It's like the it's like that fucking robot in a boy and his dog. Oh god, I fucking love that <laughs> See, movie. You know. <laughs> Go watch it on YouTube, kids. It's actually an incredibly horrible female degrading rapey movie. Oh, but it's still great. That I thought what was do you awesome. Mean the women the... rape him. What? No. Yes, in the end, they tie him down, don't they? Yeah. And take his sperm. But, yeah. yeah, that is yeah, that was a, That's not empowering to women. It, that's bad either it was, way. It was not a good movie. No. In the seventies. Well, yeah, huh? Let's tell them how it ends. <laughs> yes. No, no. So Unger. Yes, Boogie. Creepy giant guy. Um, what I do. What's going on in the chat room? Um we talked more about branding. I I I didn't mean to. It just kind of happened. And <laughs> right now we're picking out Akatan's outfit to wear to work tomorrow. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Including the panties. We haven't gotten there yet. We're talking about uh-uh. needles for a little bit. Oh, so, oh, like wear a needle and put a cork in it? No, no. We we're just talking about oh, just randomly clowns because oh, we, we were talking about cookies. And wanting cookies. cookies and needling. Well, we were talking about cookies and wanting so cookies. So you're going to pin a cookie will, to Akatan and send her to work in the Carpathian in Mountains. Won't in the Carpathian. Wow. Well, the, well because they were talking about cookies, detail. so I, I went with C is for cookie, and that's good enough for me. C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. Oh, C is for cookie. <laughs> Sounds very much like Lou Armstrong. No, <laughs> no I got it's cookie monster, <laughs> and yeah. I put them back uh, in my but mouth. Then we, <laughs> They started listing other things that started with C, so they listed clowns because there's a couple people in the chat that aren't all of that fond yeah, of clowns yeah, yeah. and people stuff. Yeah, people scared of clowns. So, so Unger. Yeah, it's just it's kind of all over, like always, but a lot of fun. And we're, Why we're, am I obsessed on the thought of telling her to put a cookie in a little plastic baggie uh, and wear it in her panties all day? Because okay. you're a freak. I am. T- I am telling her that now. Why do I? Th- I just. I. It's the whole time he's talking. I'm like, put a fucking cookie. Because you're a pussy bag. cookie guy. 
is why. It's true. They were talking about pussy cookies at one point tonight, too. See? Pussy cookies are What's amazing. What's your favorite cookie, Boogie? Kathy? Yeah. Um, say it. You know, I'm like 13 Just, days into my Just healthy eating it. now. I don't have a favorite. Mew, do you? They all equal. What is it? She likes, uh, wait a minute, sugar cookies, right? Yeah. Wow. She likes sugar See, I knew. Why are you giving me that look for, man? God. Let's move I don't on, know. Please. I don't know what kind of cookies Earl the Girl likes. Mm. But I know she likes strawberries and tangerines and mac and cheese. And we, we ate those things today. Oh, we, my God. And we can't do that. Next one's coming up because guess what? What? I forgot to print out. You didn't that. print out the kinky world new... The, the that blo- don't so that, say that, that, it. We'll do it next week. <laughs> well, now, well, so now what? We have no... Oh, wait. I don't even... Oh, wait. Hang. Potato mayhem. I'm such an All asshole. right. So now we're back. It's on my phone. If somebody wants to go get my phone in the kitchen, no. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, is it? Okay. Go. Go mute. Thank Can you, you Where are your... Wear Cover your yourself up, damn it. Where are you blank? Wait, first show me your butthole. Don't turn around. And make glitter Thanks. come out. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I Thank see you. Glitter. Are you going with her, Earl the Girl? Cover yourself up. Oh, my God. They're going out in the hole naked, man. I know. Fuck it. People <laughs> just <get laughs> Neighbors got to just get used to it by now. All right, let's do potato. Ma- oh, God. This is this is me again, isn't it? No, go into um, you. I'm, I'm lingering on the telling her to put the cookie in the plastic baggie. Is lingering. she? <laughs> is she putting it in? Well, no. I'm, I, I haven't even told. Gotten to. I've just got put the cookie in the plastic baggie. Put the okay. And I'm just going slow. It's kind of fun. Oh, nice, nice. You so you're just teasing thing. Just letting her know. I don't. I don't know. You I can even do it in chat. It's great. <laughs> you can be kinky in any form. And Let's talk about uh, Muse. Let's talk about this weird thing that we're now working on. Oh God damn it! I got to give. Unger, my little crappy whip. Unger, remember that little crappy whip that I got? Vaguely. Vaguely, okay. So Bunny uh, had never been whipped. And so I have my little crappy little whip. I, You know, I've never been able to afford or get a, a decent whip. Because they're expensive. Because they can be, yeah, pretty expensive. So I, uh, I, I, I still need to make you one at some I, point. I whipped. Um, I literally spent the whole weekend. Uh, Bunny's in love with being whipped now. <laughs> she has whippy dots all over her her butt. And why you know, wouldn't she be? You know, obsessed. And with it. Uh, and Mew likes the whipping too. She's you know a little sometimes good, sometimes bad, but she she enjoys it. And I'm like, I love like I don't like big long whips. I'm not into that at all. But I love the like three four foot whip where I can just literally have so much control and get really accurate on the shoulders and butt and I, and. Actually, I actually just found out they don't need the one that I'm working on, so maybe that can be a, a, a perverted podcast whip, and we can talk about colors and stuff. Nice. Wow. Well, Kathy, Kathy. So I'm like, okay. So it started to fray at the end because it's a oh. crappy little eight yeah. plat, you know, thing. Yeah. And so it started to fray, and I don't know how to knot it together, and it's like starting to run away. So I'm like, ah, maybe Unger can. You know, I'll see we, what I can do. It's like literally that much is undone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, you can't. Because I'm a, apparently a little girl pleaser, <laughs> and I love whips, and now I have victims that love whips. So of course I'm, I'm like, well, I gotta get a fucking whip. And we just spent like you know three months of my fucking you know paycheck on the supercomputer that's hopefully going to be here on Thursday, yeah. uh, and uh, which we'll talk about next week once it actually gets here. So I'm like, well, I gotta get a real whip, you know, because I can't not do that. Because your girls have asked yeah. for it. So, so you I'm like, you know, I got every other fucking toy in the world and I love playing with different toys. And I said, hey, yeah, I got a whip that I bought a while ago. It's kind of expensive. It's nice. I just never use it because 
I am horrible at taking aim, and I'm horrible at practicing. I just I'm not going to practice the hours and hours it's going to take me to become proficient with it. So it just sits you could just doing bring nothing. it to work. Bring it to your, van- to your vanilla work. No, <laughs> just free and just be a hey. <laughs> Give me those receipts, damn it! <laughs> Goddamn receipts! If I tell you, you need receipts. I want. The I receipts. want more shelves. <laughs> <laughs> more shelves. <laughs> Fucking Kathy in your shelves. That would be amazing. They would let. Whoop. No. So then, then you said. So then I'm like, well, can I buy it off you? You know, and I'm like, you know, you know, like how much? Did, and she told me the price she paid for him. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm like, can I eat your pussy or something <laughs> instead? And he sticks his tongue out and goes, ah. ah, ah <laughs> and my boner just died blah, instantly. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> She's all, no. nope, I want to keep the whip. No. Blah, blah, blah. Anything Come but on, that. Kathy, that would be a fate worse than death. Put your no, legs up God, and no. just push your thighs up oh, and then I'll just Lord. stick my tongue in. And no. If we shower you off, I'll, I'll analingus you. Kathy, I'll make, I'll make <laughs> him blah, a whip. You what? I'll make him a whip. Thank you, Unger. <laughs> it's, it's, I only do nylon right now, but I'll make That's him a nylon. That's all he needs. Unger? Yeah. Whip, yes. Unger, um, you, I am you saved very, very, I am very appreciative of this, but <laughs> I will not be giving you analingus. I don't want I don't want that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think so you can, I don't think technically you can do that, really. <laughs> a- analingus? I don't want that. Yes. No, good. I don't. That no, is no, I don't want. No. That is good. Uncle Creepy apparently uh, can't stop talking about having his butthole licked by That's right. you know, well, someone. Then he can just talk about it all yeah, you That's good. Just, I'm just, no, not not you. All right. So that would be good. So so that was great. I, I grossed Kathy out. And Yay. then uh, what else? What um, do we got? You? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This what did was... she do to you now? Okay, so... I'm 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 assuming this doesn't involve glitter. No, I saw stars. Um, <laughs> so see how I did that? I just worked uh, that in, and I uh, didn't tell you this story either. Um, so Earl the girl, you know, after last week, you know, was all sexy and you know she was all relaxed because she was wrapped up and and so maybe we got into a little play time, a little a little sexy time, and so maybe I might have you know put my mouth somewhere. And uh, maybe that would have got a little exciting. And maybe she would have had a little moment. That was uh, hopefully very uh, enjoyable uh, for her. I love how vague you're being. And <laughs> and so then, you know, after you give um, oral to someone, some people, some women, uh, you gotta got to give them a refractory period just like, man, it gets really sensitive. The click gets really sensitive. And some women, if you back off a little bit and go a few seconds, nibble, nibble, you know, just you can then proceed into the next orgasm and then the next. And it's kind of like how you teach people how to have multiples. So I'm you gauge for that. And if it's too intense, well, then obviously you're done. And they say, I'm done. So um, I was in that place where I was kind of just testing the the waters because, you know, we're new playing with each other. And. A little background story. Oh, um, <laughs> Get Mew, to the good part. <laughs> Mew and Earl the girl have been friends for a long time, like a long, lot longer than than her and I have been seeing each other. So, um, out of any girl that we play with, lover, friend, relationship, whatever, Mew is incredibly protective over Earl the girl, like. In a way that is unlike, like, I, I feel she trusts me. 
she trusts me with all of these girls because apparently she doesn't have as strong of a connection. But oh, I can I, see this coming a mile away. <laughs> I find out how little she actually really trusts me when it counts. She's like, ah, irreversible psychological damage there. Fuck it. I don't care. You know, whatever. But for Earl the girl, she ha- she shows me, you fucking predator. Just she has that like that look in her face, like you fucking predator. You know. <laughs> so literally, I'm in this moment. I, you know, she has her time. It's beautiful. It's fucking gorgeous. I'm looking up the vagina. I'm watching intently for my body language, whatever. And I kind of ask, you know, a little more. And and she gives the thing where she says, you know, she's like, okay, you know, break, you know, give me. Don't go. The the pause sign. That kind of gives yeah. it a little pause thing, which I see because I'm fucking staring at her. <laughs> and I don't even get a chance to fucking pull my mouth away from this gorgeous vagina before fucking psychotic protective polar bear mommy Mew fucking just whacks me in the head. <laughs> like she's done, fucker. You didn't fucking hear her. Because I'm trying to be smooth. And just that, <laughs> like literally a head shove. Like, uh, just with like intent. Just look at her face and veins in her neck. Like zero to fucking I'll kill you fucker. In like half a second. And I just, like oh, my mew. neck cracks. And I just. Get whiplash. And I'm just all, ow. And I look at her and she just instantly, she's looking, she's all. And then all of a sudden she realizes what has just transpired. And she goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm like, I saw that she said to stop. Can I gracefully just get away from the vagina as to not look? Oh, my God. I can so see you doing that. It's just that look of just honor. I'll fucking kill you. Don't you fuck up my friendship. <laughs> I realized at that moment, I go, I do not have this woman's 100% trust Yo. at all. I thought it was a very telling moment. All right, let's move on. because So now <laughs> I keep like a guard up rails. I wear a neck brace. <laughs> helmet. I have a football helmet on. <laughs> Go ahead. Give it Darth your Vader helmet. Give it your best, Protecto. <laughs> Unger, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I've only had it on for a while. Um, apparently, shut up. Akatan doesn't wear underwear. So where should she put the cookies now? In her Fucking vagina, in her pussy, duh. Duh. And, and, and Laz suggested that he suggested that you that, know what that the Kegler elves hold it. No, no <laughs> the Kegler elves. Jesus Christ, he's a such Laz. a fucking retard. That is awesome. You know, he loves being mentioned on the show, and okay. it was a good one. Okay, good I'll give one. him the point on the Kegler elves. Yeah, <laughs> have her double the bag. Okay, put a hole in the one bag, the outer bag, the outer bag. Okay, and then wear it like a little loin cloth. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You know she's not going to do it, but just that, <laughs> it's, that whole, it's fun to torment that her moment, with, yeah. that moment the, that we're like, hey, we can get a be listener. Be awesome if she did do it. 
to where a fucking cookie loincloth over her cookie would be. Yes. Pretty good. Ki- is this this show? Is this where where we're going? I don't even. know. What does it say? Star. Starstruck. Oh God, let's not talk about that. Are you sure? Yeah, let's move on. I thought it was. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess I I don't know what. Nope, that's not it. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. (laughs) You went. What? (laughs) You went and got me my phone so we can do that segment if you want. Oh, sorry. (laughs) You don't have to. Kinky world (laughs) news. We're all over the place. I just don't want her to hit me in the head again. (laughs) Alligator balls. Did you just backhand him? <laughs> just fully, just fucking. It was like an arm shove, like she fucking strong armed my neck. Just the image of that is shut hysterical. up. I'm the dominant here. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> She's like, oh fuck! I just hit my dominant. <laughs> She's protective. I tried to tell Earl the girl. I'm like, you know, you know, he was pretty protective. <laughs> Over you. Oh now I don't have to impress her with that knowledge anymore. She saw firsthand. Oh, that's hilarious. We're doing Kiki World News. Kiki World News. Somebody sent it. Does anybody remember who sent us this? But it's pretty hysterical. No this is the most expensive coffee in Europe. It's a cafe called Fellatio Cafe, which opened earlier this year in Switzerland, and it offers customers coffee and blowjobs. It's a real thing. I checked it out. <laughs> I saw on online that it's like a bar and like they coffee bar and you arrange with your oh yeah here this this is from their website drinking your coffee while getting relaxed by a wonderful hostess is not a dream to accompany your coffee what better than a good relaxing indulgence practiced by professional creamers not creamers not (laughs) kidding (laughs) for the modest amount of 60 euros you are now ready for a good day's work Choose your coffee and your hostess on your iPad from a selection of the tastiest. That's such a connection. And for women, don't worry, ladies. We also believe in your enjoyment. We are considering a service for female customers. I know. I saw the video for this, and and I got to tell you, um, sitting shoulder to shoulder with another fucking dude that I've never even met in my life and having a chick <laughs> that I've never met in my life... <laughs> Suck my dick while I have a frappuccino. Well, <laughs> just I don't want to spend sixty euros on that. And the funny—I don't even know how much sixty euros is. It's, it's about like, fifty bucks. Is it about fifty yeah. bucks? That's what I kind of figured. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, apparently in Switzerland they're not as neurotic as you are. That's just like—I mean, do you like <laughs> lean over while you're having your coffee? Hey, hey bud, how you <laughs> doing? Well, hold on a second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. Whoa. Hold that thought. <laughs> My football team's doing great. Oh! It sounds like goal. Goal! Frappuccino! (laughs) Do they do that? (laughs) That would be amazing. Now, that would be cool to sit next to. Watch the soccer game. Goal! Oh, that was so disgusting. That is not how you come, I hope. That is, that's why I don't come. You haven't learned that? Uh, Maxim Magazine says, As always, critics blasted the proposal, claiming only developers would benefit from the business. But alas, prostitution is legal in Switzerland as long as the sex workers have permits. So why wouldn't they open a cafe where you can get a cup of coffee with an almond croissant and an orgasm? 
Cup of Joe and a blow. A Joe and a blow. A Joe blow. That's right. Joe. I think it's awesome. I want to move to Switzerland. I, you know, it's uh, apparently a safe place, and, and you get blowjobs at your uh, with the, with, the, with your coffee with your Java Joe. <sighs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I'm I'm thinking through it, and I'm like, I'm not that big of a fan of blowjobs. But I did learn this uh, weekend uh-huh. that oh my god, we were uh, fucking bunny built like. Literally the Thunderdome of blanket forts. Bunny is obsessed with blanket forts. And she has that spatial recognition, so literally she'll just like look at the room and be like, and you'll come back a half hour later. She takes every rope I have and builds an intricate frame that like literally went around in a dome and literally built like the Pokeball dome. <laughs> Because, like, the top looked like a Pokemon Go ball, like one of those Pokeballs. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, like literally, like a 200 square foot, it was in- insane. Cool. And, oh, oh, Where sorry. Where are you with this? Sorry. <laughs> well, then I had to play the creepy uncle. <laughs> and, and rape her. What are you her. doing in there, little girl? <laughs> so I come in, and I sit down in the chair, and it's in the, you know, in there. And, and I didn't realize I had never done this. And you know, you know, you're always trying to find a cool new thing. Like this is a metal chair, right? So I'm sitting back on this chair, and and I just all of a sudden go, "Hey, I wonder if this would work." You know, I wonder if her legs are high enough. And I make her get on her hands and knees, and I'm like, little, you know, doing our little role role play of of incestiness uh-huh. that we talked about <laughs> last yes, week. We did. I'm just well, we talked about it. I got to live <laughs> up to the hype. So I'm like, you know, bend over here, and I'm going to teach you some things that you can teach your you know friends. And uh, and she backs up and gets her legs and tucks them under the chair legs, and I'm able to kind of lean to the edge of the chair, and literally without Don't tell me stand- you fuck like that. And I fuck, dude. She came three times. You didn't even have to get out of the chair. Didn't, I just sat. How kinda, lazy can you get? Uh, it was awesome. Don't don't gyrate uh, your hips like that in awesome. front of me. And oh, I just did bam, 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 and I did just. It was just fucking. <laughs> it worked, and it t- and it tilts you at a certain way. <laughs> You've got the mic on your tuck. The headphones are tugging the mic. Going, ah. <laughs> and it was good. actually on a metal chair. It hurts my butt right I now. Would that has so. that a you know that is a yeah. Yeah, you want a cushion on your chair, but it works. And then so you just get then, yourself a lower stool with a little cushion on it. If yeah, the one that lowers because like how am I going to do Mew because Mew and Bunny's, you know, we put knees next to each other, thighs next to each other, and there's like a 3-4 inch distance. So if you're on your hands and knees, obviously, you, you know, know Mew's going to be too short. Is you get one of these that I'm sitting on the office chairs and you take the arms and the back off and suddenly it's one of those shop stools. That goes up and down. Yeah, that's what I used to do. Yeah, at work. do do the do the thing. You could like you, that's it. See, Kathy, you could get a strap on and fuck someone. No, on strap ons and, and me don't work. Unfortunately, but then you have to be the creepy uncle. Because that that's that's not no. And I want the creepy uncle to come to me. Well, you know, I could not you. I could no. <laughs> Take put that tongue <laughs> back in your mouth, earn buddy. That fucking whip. No, I want to earn a whip. <laughs> Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. For your peace of mind. <laughs> Where are you? Going what? With this? You ever, we got to do the thingy. <laughs> but 
What? You always say it like so lackluster. For your peace of mind. For your, for your peace of mind. Just know that we are not Wait, therapists. Zap Brannigan. I don't know. Some no, Phil. that's a he's doing this. What? 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 I'm sorry. Just Zap Brannigan. <laughs> Zap Brannigan. Leela. Suck my cock. Oh, my God. Give. Get over here. Some fucking advice, right? Yeah. All right. Wet Shaver Master. Isn't he a regular Unger yeah, in the yeah, chat room? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, he wrote in and he said, I can finally call myself a zombie apocalypse master. I have been listening you poor to bastard. The- <laughs> you poor fuck. <laughs> oh, I have been listening to the podcast for the entire week at home, in the car, and even during play. This got to the point that my <laughs> wife actually thought that I was secretly punishing her. Because <laughs> you were. You were. Because it's a punishment. Damn it. Oh, that is. That's good. Okay. She says, he says, my question for you all is a dom with still much to learn follows. My sub grew up in a troubled household. Obviously, this leads to bad memories popping up during play. What should I do to turn parts of play, spanking, pain, dirty talk, into something she can go through without bringing up those memories? I fucking love this question. It's, uh, it is a question that is, is, uh, it's one of my favorite things in this lifestyle that we get to do. And that is to undo the fucked up shit that other pieces of fucking shit put into someone's head. Now then, once again, just like the thing where we're not therapists. If you need therapy, absolutely go get therapy. If you have heavy sexual abuse or, you know, things in your past that are just overwhelmingly uncontrollable, manic depression, all of those types of things, absolutely you need professional help. Um, quality professional help, not just any not fucking, us. not just any fucking professional. Yeah. Well, you know what? I know. Uh, uh, never mind. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, there's not a lot. Of, I mean, you know, you get your certificate. It doesn't mean you know yeah, how to help people. Yeah. There's um, a lot of fucked up therapists out there. But one of the things we do get to do on a smaller level is to take that negative thing that you had and very slowly, sometimes faster than others, reprogram that with positive experiences it your brain it works like that it is programmed because that is what it is you 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 enter data and then the the brain says this is how it works and then it adapts to how it works and it it releases chemicals that say this is how it works and these are the chemicals i supposed to you know and blah 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 you know neurobiology bullshit that i don't know that i wish i knew more of And your reaction is going to be this and your feelings are going to be this. This stimulus equals this reaction. And that's the trigger. So what there is, the one thing I will say is it's usually just not a quick fix. But it is totally doable in the vast majority of situations where if you have something where there is a fear, where there is uh, some sort of trauma, where you've done your therapy work and now you want to reclaim that power, um, you absolutely can. It's just little things. All you have to do is take little tidbits of those things and do them and create a positive environment around that. So instead of, so like, say uh, someone is triggered by being hit with a belt, Okay, you don't start your first, 
you know, therapy, you know, therapeutic belting scene with your partner by whacking away. You just have the belt in the room, come into the play scene and be there for just a few minutes. I did this with needle play with Mew. You know, it's you just bring that thing in that causes the trigger while you're doing all these other wonderful things. So you're doing all of these things that they enjoy and that they like and that they respond positively to. And then maybe you go, okay, we're going to bring the belt out now. We're going to say hi to the belt. We're going to, you know, the belt is, is going to be a part of this for just a minute. And then we put the belt away. And then you go back to doing things that are fun and feel good, eat a food that, that they like to eat, all of the things that trigger those good, happy chemicals. And now you have some evidence in your brain that that belt did not trigger. So now you have a little bit of evidence to say, okay, well, the belt was at least in the room for a little bit, and then it didn't trigger because we went and did all these things. And then it's just kind of a little process of incorporating more. Like with Mew, the perfect example, this was great. I mean, she was, and I think I've even talked about this on the show, where she was really traumatized by needles, had, you know, just literally lost it, curled in a ball, couldn't give blood, couldn't do any of these things. We started very simply, gave her a needle, said, this is your pet needle in the wrapper. You can't even barely see the needle. It's in the plastic and in the wrapper. She gave it a name, Steve. She named it Steve, and that was her pet needle. And we talked about the needle being, you know, hey, this is something that only wants to help you because either they take your blood with the needle, you know, to find out what's wrong with you so they can help you, or they put medicine in you that's going to help you. And then it went through a little bit of process to where we just brought, you know, Steve out. And then it was just literally touching her with the package with Steve in it. And then we just, but then we went on and did all the other things that were fun and that she had good experiences with. And over, so what it took, I think it took like about a month, two months. No, about four weeks. No, four, she four says months. four months. Four months. Yeah, okay, and so that's a, actually what I was going to say yeah. this, or ask you is that, um, th- well, there are not a lot of people who will go through that level of detail in order to w- help someone work through it. Now. Wet shaver master talked. This is his wife. This is and his wife. He is so fully he, dedicated. So he to has doing time. This. Yeah, but he not everybody does. So, if you're listening to this, what you got to do is you got to find yourself a quality human being who has and learn patience. how to say no to the losers. Exactly. So you can get to the yes. to, to the somebody who is there for you, who is dedicated to helping you work through this. It's not easy to find, but they're out there. Not everybody's an asshole. There's also a lot. I mean, if you if you are fortunate enough somewhere in your area to have some sort of kink community or something like that, um, there's a lot of friends that will walk you through these things. And it may not be an excessively romantic or even sexual thing. It might just be specifically dealing that with that with a close, experienced friend who understands. Yeah, you know, because so they're, they're, I've been part of cathartic scenes like that where close friends asked other friends to come in and you know hold space for them and be there for them and help them through it. it you're right. It does not have to be a sexual partner. The sexual play, it may be sexual play, but uh, if you have a group of people who are kinky, whom you trust, bring them in. They're probably the best people to help you through something like this, to help you you know, set up a, like a weekly thing or a monthly thing. Where, yeah, and, and yeah. I've done that. I've done that with other people. And once again, just as your warning, 
to the tops in this situation, you can fuck someone up worse if you're not committed to the patience that it takes and maybe a couple steps back that you may have to take. And then go, okay, well, maybe the belt, you know, we got to where I could actually tap you with the belt. And then, you know, this time I tapped you with the belt and you, you, you had a breakdown. Okay, guess what? The belt's got to go away again. We got to go back to that step. If you're not down to make that process with someone, then, yeah, you can make it worse. So don't do this with people. If you're the bottom or the person trying to get through something, that's where you need to find those quality people. You know, so I mean, and you know, to to wrap up the story with Mew, now I've done up to twenty seven. We did twenty seven needles on her. She goes every time, anytime she has blood tests, uh, you know, booster shots, whatever the fuck she needs to do, she marches right into that fucking room, puts out her arm, and does it mm-hmm. because you she took time, and she overcame that that thing. So it is possible. Uh, to our po- what is it? I can't always remember wet shave wet shaver master wet shaver master I love that's that right. name but anyway hey <laughs> yeah you that's know a what? great question there is a just just be patient yeah. just be patient and and, uh, and you'll make it happen I have a perverted mailbox you want to do that I was just gonna click the end of the oh. show okay no it's no problem no, no, if you want to do a quick one sure all right fuck it something <laughs> to perverted <laughs> yeah whatever. <laughs> Alligator balls. No. No alligator balls. I'm just going to loop that for 40 minutes at the end. Okay, I'm not. Please, I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm just thing. not. You have to actually have to make it into a full song. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. No, that's the end. To, okay, so perverted right. mailbox. So yes, give, we have another uh, email Is it from someone who, who wishes to remain anonymous. Again, okay. no problem. You want to be anonymous, you send us your shit. We will say anonymous. anonymous. All right. What if somebody's screen name is anonymous and now literally like 800 people are going, hey, Well, you would be a fool to Why are you on Perverted Podcast all the time? Like how you keep sending all these yeah, weird, weird letters. There's someone who does that just so that people can say that. <laughs> the person that has the name anonymous oh, yeah. does it just so people would say that. To <laughs> nice. Trust me. That's nice. pretty funny. I, it's the type of thing I do. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Okay, so go ahead. Anonymous says, I wish I could put into words what you, Boogie, and the podcast... It was written to me, sorry. Sure. What you, Boogie, and the podcast have meant to us, still mean to us. Until FET, I didn't know that there were other people out there like me who fantasize about being tied up or relinquishing control, who welcome pain. And Perverted Podcast puts faces to these strange and wonderful ideas. You help navigate this beautiful but foreign world, pointing out the potholes and pitfalls to avoid while sharing the excitement and joy of the journey. Someday I hope to visit Threshold, not only to meet the amazing people I listen to each week, but also to experience a place that accepts and welcomes freaks and perverts like me. What an amazing feeling and place that must be. Oh, that's so... I want to cry. It's just so beautiful. That's it? Yes. That was... (laughs) I like it when people There's, love on us. When are they going to when are they going to go back to putting pussies cookies in their fucking pussies? Man. I want pussy cookies. In great. Unger. Yes. Unger. Yes, Boogie. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> this is the weirdest it's not the weirdest ending. We've had no, so no, many no, weeks. no, no. Are you guys ready to just go like let's just let's just alligator balls hanging real dragging on the bottom of the Always getting stuck on a log or a rock. Fish biting at them all day. 
That is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, to Anger and everybody in the chat room. Woo-hoo! Woo! <laughs> to the two naked ladies who provided plenty of entertainment for us. And Andrea, you rock. Thank you for donating to the Perverted Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, if emails were food, Boogie and I would starve to death. Write to us, please. Tell us some juicy stuff. I like the juicy stuff thing. <laughs> Tell us some juicy stuff. Good stuff, I mean, I love man. the adulations. It makes us feel like we're doing good. But, man, I want some dirty stories. <laughs> Send us some good fuck stories that we can read. God damn it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay, fine. I guess this is it, our weird little uh, show 115. Uh, we will be back next week for show 116. I'm going to take you out with a song off my uh, acoustic heartbreak nerd fucking whatever album this song is called cold stars and we will see you next week Woo-hoo! Woo! 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 <laughs> alligator balls hanging real low that's not the song actually no alligator balls hanging real low all right that's not it this is it